Penwith, please, for the integrity of uh, of Roots Research, please delete whatever the fucking dumb shit we're talking about right now. Welcome to the Roots Report. My name is Patrick. I'm Major. And I'm Tom. What are we going to talk about today, Patrick? Well, I'd like to talk about nightshares. What are they? J.P. Morgan is halting their buybacks. Morgan Stanley was fined $200 million. Netflix-Microsoft partnership possible acquisition. Should you pick Binance or Coinbase? And, as always, earnings this week and rip it or dip it. <clears throat> Why don't you take us off uh, with nightshares, Major, since you're the one who brought them up. I would absolutely love to. First off, uh, it just sounds like a movie starring Jake Gyllenhaal. With this. I was picturing um, a like but, dark colored fast car through the moonlight. Nightshade. <laughs> yeah. No, nightshares. Uh, some really uh, a really cool ETF that just just came out recently that I wanted to highlight real fast. They have NSPY, right? N S P Y and N I W M. Now, those familiar, the SPY tracks the S and P five hundred, and the I W M tracks the Russell two thousand. Uh, so you just put an, an N is a Nancy in front of these tickers so you can find that ETF. So basically, night uh, spy. Basically, night yeah, spy. basically what they're looking to capitalize on is the volatility uh, overnight. So they hmm. buy at the close and they sell at the open. Um, and the returns get translated into the ETF and to the shareholders. So another interesting and unique ETF. I just wanted to highlight real quickly, not saying... Uh, you should buy any, right? But it's it's better to know and not need it than to need it and not know it, right? So first of its kind, it becomes, you, you should know yeah. about it. When it becomes yeah. incredibly obvious that like tomorrow is going to be a gap up, Inspy might be uh, a great option for you there. Right. Yeah. And that was a pun. Thank you. I don't get it. Thank you very much. Get a great option. A great option. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So you can. Uh-huh. Yeah, thank uh-huh. you. Uh-huh. Nah. I, I like, like to keep my options hey, open. If you like that, uh, it's like that dad joke. Um, don't forget to to rate and review this podcast. Give it a five stars for the dad jokes. One star for the not financial advice. Five stars for the terrible dad jokes. We're not allowed to get financial advice first off. That's why it's no. not. That's why it's not financial <laughs> advice. Uh, yeah, actually, I thought that was an interesting uh, <clears throat> ETF because cool. the. There's actually a history of <clears throat> if you buy at the close and sell at the open, I think they were up like 1,000% over the last 10 years or something crazy like that. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, wait, so does this mean that they're creating the ETF? Does this mean we're at the top? Right? Yeah, probably. Kind of like what we were talking about last week with uh, crypto? Well, I mean, I think an ETF probably will make it more stable because, uh, well, you know, you'll get bit, institutional bit. money in there. Yeah, and it's become, not that like, big of an ETF. Well, I mean, as it goes on, uh, yeah, the more people that listen to becomes, this podcast and the more people that buy InSpy, then yeah, yeah, it becomes more. It's a obvious. very unique kind of thing, though. Like you have to be like, yeah. First of all, you have to understand what it actually does. Buying at the end of the day each day and selling right at the open, or just before or just after, if you they have like, and as like purchasing power yeah, after it, hours. If you're trying okay. to be so, I just a solid investor with doing your due diligence right then that means really deep diving deep on the etfs that you buy in unfortunately sometimes that's a lot of holdings 
but with InSpy, there's only three. So <laughs> the research is very shallow. You can just look at it and be like, oh, U.S. Treasury. Yeah, I think that's going up. Let me get some InSpy. What were you saying, Patrick? Uh, yeah, so I just looked it up. Since 1993, if uh, you bought the clothes and sold the open, uh, you would be up 480%. And I think uh, the opposite. If you buy the open and sell the clothes, you would have lost twenty percent hmm, since nineteen ninety three. Right. So, it's all, oh, and that makes sense with like algo trading, right? It's all yeah. like yeah. You know, the the open is driven, dictated by futures, and futures is just dictated by algos. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in high frequency trading, well, not that high of a frequency uh, in the pre market, but uh, algorithms are definitely doing a lot of the legwork here. Yeah. But hey, if you can capitalize off it, why not, right? Yeah, no, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Now, I like to shift over to J.P. Morgan. Right. Um, they yeah. just reported earnings, which not great, not terrible, not great. They missed. Okay. Uh, but more importantly, they halt. They announced that they were halting their buybacks, and this is a really big deal. Not for the stock reason. This is a big deal for any investor to keep an eye on. Uh, they halted their buybacks due to regulations put in place because of the Fed stress test that just took place uh, in this last quarter. Um, All the banks, including J.P. Morgan, passed uh, the stress test, which is good. But J.P. Morgan didn't pass high enough, didn't get a high enough score that they can keep buying back shares. So this (laughs) is probably one of the biggest red flags I've seen uh, in any earnings report this year. Hmm. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's definitely not a good sign, like being limited on lending abilities or I don't know, like that's kind of a lot of what large financial institutions like banks kind of do, right? Like they sort of obtain money and pay interest to people and then they loan it out at higher interests and sort of scoop the diff. And like JP Morgan isn't isn't a small player. This is no. a, a big yeah, player. Yeah, right? one of the largest in America. So yeah, and this is just another crack in the financial system. I mean, you look at other things like one of the things that bothers me is like Citibank, right? Who's trading under their book value, right? So like they have more cash than the stock market says the company's worth, which is ridiculous. That'd be like well, it's completely uh, illogical, you, you know. Right, that, yeah. that'd be like if you wanted to sell me a box with a hundred dollars in it, and then I only wanted to pay eighty dollars for it. <laughs> right? It's like no, it's like the inherent value of this box is worth more than what you're offering to me. Like right. this is a bad trade, mm-hmm. at, least, at least for City. It's you know, uh, so I don't know if it's time to like, buy. The, they're like, I don't even want City it Bank. if it was free. Basically, it's what, <laughs> that's what they're saying, right? You're not worth the salt. You're not worth <laughs> the money you have in your bank. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, oh man. yeah, they really. So Wall Street is pretty salty on City right now, I guess. Which is, and yeah. like they should be. Like this is not a time to be uh, gun ho or or bullish, right? Like you see these these vapid, random like sparks. Of, like like for instance, let's take this last week, right? So we had the hottest CPI number, right? Like in, in forty years, right? Uh, mm-hmm. We were expecting eight point eight. We got nine point one, right? And the market tanked, right? They had a nice little fake out in the pre-market, right? Well, you know, like uh, it jumped up at first. My my heart, I had some palpitations with all my puts. Uh, it jumped up to like three eighty-five, <laughs> yeah. and then it just dropped like a rock. Yeah, like it's been like next hour dropping to three seventy-five. I always think it's crazy then, when like, that happens. Like, and I'm like, 
But that doesn't make any sense. Inflation is worse. <laughs> Why would you go up now? Right. That's and that's all yeah. algo trading, yeah. right? That's like new data coming in, a new headline, and and portfolio managers readjusting their portfolio before like like before like the actual trading like takes place. But then you saw like the rest of the day, the the like the stock market go up again. Mm. Right? And it's like, why are you buying right now? We've got PPI tomorrow. Like you have CPI today that crushed the market. Yep. Why are you why are you going long before PPI tomorrow? And then bulls got crushed and again. Tonight P- I think we yeah, have a out. GDP update too. So that's gonna be very interesting. Ten PM. 10 p.m. Now 10 that's PM. a that's a random time. Now is that for uh, Canadian GDP or for U.S. GDP? Pretty sure U.S. Ah, yep. Interesting. I pay more uh, attention I, to U.S. stuff than Canadian. Uh, the podcast and our listeners appreciate it. Shout out to Linda. I'll always <laughs> pay attention to you. <laughs> um, uh, Speaking of Morgan's, uh, Morgan Stanley was also fined 200 million for misuse of personal devices. Now. We talked about How do you this misuse a, a personal device? I mean, I, there's a lot of ways to misuse a personal device. Let me tell you. Oh, we we tried to dig deeper into this story. No, you're not uh, supposed to go no, deep with your personal devices. Trust me, that's that's no the number way you misuse could them. No stop us. However, this story reported by Bloomberg is incredibly vague. <laughs> yeah. No, and I, uh, I, you were telling me that it was because they were using personal cell phones for work business. Yeah, yeah, they were using yeah, they were using their personal. So, so like being from the industry, right? Like the day one, like you get like the ID badge and you get like a new cell phone, right? And I remember like when we like uh, when the firm I was at like upgraded like to the latest iPhone or whatever. It was like a really big deal. Um, m- meanwhile, everyone was like complaining about n- like not getting paid to market standards. Anyway, uh, it's a big deal like so like you know when when you're an important person at an institution or or, or a firm right uh you've got your personal device that's cool whatever but you get a a a company phone that gets monitored right and can be accessed uh at any time for auditing purposes but morgan stanley during the uh during the pandemic was just like oh i guess my business phone is charging in the other room, so I'm just gonna like talk business through mm. my personal phone. But like the the details are very vague, and here's like the the scary part: is they got fined two hundred million dollars. Yeah. So right, for, something for happened of personal devices. What what gross misuse of devices? Like were they just texting like other firms? Like hey, we're about to sell. Like hey, we're about to buy this. Like that's hey, let's crash. Hey, like like yeah. the fact like it's so vague. And like the SEC, which has no teeth, this this fine is so big for cell phone usage, right? Like this would be like this is equivalent of like a dad who has like a fifteen year old driving on the road for the first time and like just found out like they were texting and driving, like just just dramatic over exaggeration, like oh you're fined two hundred million dollars, like you're yeah, never they won't going have two hundred billion dollars. <laughs> well, no, they were probably I'm, just I'm taking it from you anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So just just crazy, crazy from the Morgans today mm-hmm. uh, and, and this whole week. Lots of Morgans, gotta keep up. Lots, lots of Morgans. Um, I like to switch uh, abruptly to to okay. Netflix and Microsoft. I don't have any kind of I don't have any kind of cute and clever tangent for this next topic because I spent all that brain power thinking about how this is possibly going to play out. Right. So Netflix decided to partner with Microsoft. 
uh, for to launch their ad supported tier. Ooh. Right? Uh, Microsoft has the ad business already. Netflix doesn't want to build that out. That's just going to be super expensive, right? Uh, and one of the things Netflix cited Microsoft for um, was their privacy, which I thought was really cool. But I mean, who knows if that's true? I feel like every company's like, oh, we care about privacy, yeah. right? Like Facebook said we care about privacy, and then they sold everything to Cambridge Analytica and like single handedly destroyed democracy across the world. Uh, so a company can say whatever they want to. But and here's my thing Microsoft, Microsoft doesn't have a streaming company, right? And like, I mean, neither does Samsung. But I mean, what I'm, what, what I think what the listener knows I'm getting at here uh, is Apple as a competitor, right? When you think of like Apple's competition, it's Microsoft or Samsung, uh, and neither of them have a streaming service. If Microsoft like digs deep into the analytics of Netflix, right? If this ad tier is really successful or popular, if Microsoft likes what they see on the books, Microsoft might just buy Netflix here. And Fortunately for Microsoft, I guess, Netflix is pretty cheap right now. Exactly. Right. And then, like, on top of that, like, next, uh, Xbox or Microsoft has Xbox. Xbox has Gamer Pass for 15 bucks a month. You can just throw in a free Netflix subscription on top of that, like huh. Amazon Prime. Right. So now Microsoft is competing with Prime. Right. Now, when you buy Microsoft Office at Best Buy, right, yeah. you get a free year of Prime. Right. Like, Microsoft could leverage this to the uh, to, to use my favorite, one of my favorite podcasters, uh, could leverage this to the tits <laughs> yeah. um, with, with with Netflix under Microsoft's uh, mm. expansive belt, <laughs> right? And like, it's cheap. Now, am I buying Netflix? I would only buy Netflix here on again, not financial advice, but I would only buy here on speculation of an acquisition. And this is probably down the line, like not anytime soon. They're going to have to, like, crack open the books and, like, work on this together first. Because, like, I wouldn't buy Netflix right yeah. now. Like, they're a sinking ship. Well, I mean, they had such a big boom, and now they're in the bus. Yeah. And they j- just had their last bit of Stranger Things. Exactly. I was going to say, like, my other podcast, uh, Zeitgeist Zealots, uh, you can find on Spotify, wherever you listen wherever you listen to this podcast. Um, you know, we just did a bonus episode on Stranger Things. But, I mean, you know, Ozark's gone. Stranger Things is gone. Squid Games 2, I mean, cool, I guess, maybe. It's Tiger Tiger Kings 2 wasn't very good at all, right? But, Stranger, but uh, Squid Games 2 is still not for another two years. So, like, you're going to need more than Selling Sunset uh, to keep subscribers, especially in this incredibly yeah. competitive market. Do you remember when seasons used to come out, like, every yeah. year? <laughs> you remember they were 22 episodes long? Like, writers yeah, have it so easy now. What is the like, deal? Dude, can you... I was thinking about this the other day. Like, imagine how good Lost would be on a 10-episode format. Yeah. It would last forever. Right? It's not enough. We, we need more. It would cut a lot of that dumb fluff out but if it didn't need to be 22 or 23 I, I episodes like a season. they're not lasting as long either. They, they, are, they actually don't run, like, seven seasons of 30 episodes. They do, like, yeah. four or five seasons no. of 10 episodes. Yeah. Right. Or 12 or whatever the normal is. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they might do like an eight at the Unless end. Like yeah. I mean, it, it, then you yeah. just never stop. It depends. Dis- Disney has destroyed themselves with this six uh, episode format. Um, that is talking about Disney. Talking about stocks for a second. That is a stock I would love to buy, but I, I'm not. Can't, not yeah. Wouldn't touch it right now. With with crypto coming up soon, are we looking at the dip now? 
And are we going to go Binance or Coinbase? Some of the best financial, not financial advice I ever read on Twitter uh, pertaining to, to crypto was uh, uh, to treat every dollar you invest in crypto as if you're like you're lighting it on fire and, and like setting it in a trash can, lighting it on fire. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, and like that's not my personal belief. Like I think you buy Bitcoin. I think you know will most likely come back uh, before we die. In, in my opinion, from where we're at at nineteen twenty thousand here, but uh, I don't like. I don't want to buy here. I'll buy a thirteen k. I'll buy on the way up, but I'm not gonna buy here at this sketchy ass level of support with everyone dying. Two dude. weeks ago, Everyone's you were like, gone. "You're like nineteen k." Now that's the price to buy at nineteen. Everybody knows nineteen k is. You the did level. say that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I said yeah. thirteen you know, five. Yeah. That's that why I'm not me. buying it. Tom. That's why I'm not buying anymore. I bought my 19K. I'm not buying anymore at this sketchy ass level. Like you buy a 13K and then I'll buy some more on the way up. You buy the support levels and then you hold your breath. Or you set a stop loss if you're good at mitigate, uh, risk mitigation. It's no stop losses, just more time. Stop. That's the whole holding No stop method. losses. Holdler of coin. So you know who's not holding any coin anymore? Um, Ooh, Celsius. Yeah, I heard about that. They uh, are done. Yeah, uh, a very large... Yeah, they filed for bankruptcy. This is comes weeks after Three mm. Arrow filed for bankruptcy. Like, I'm just I'm I'm just concerned about all these sketchy exchanges out there. Even like the legitimate ones. Like, the government has shown no indication uh, of a bailout or support of any relief. And I'm not saying they need any kind of bailouts, right? But like, the banks got bailed out, the airlines got bailed out, the car industry gets bailed out, right? Like, so like these staples of society, which I think crypto might be one day, right? have been bailed out in the past during rocky times from the government but it doesn't look like crypto is going to get the same kind I don't of think they will either. Or I think the government so, kind of sees crypto kind no. of as a little bit of a threat to their financial economy so cuz it's not the US dollar why help them yeah 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 no I agree have you ever heard of uh, yeah, Arkham's yeah. Razor yeah Br- briefly uh for the listeners who haven't uh really sum it up correct me if I'm wrong um it basically means the, the simplest the solution one. is usually yep. the, the correct one, right? Uh, I just w- was watching um, the Three Stooges, uh, Jack Dorsey, Kathy Woods, and Elon Musk, and they were you know, doing a little, little Zoom meeting there. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, Elon was talking about uh, <laughs> Elon's razor, or, or his, his take on, on Arkham's razor, uh, and that's that the most entertaining solution will happen. Mm. And he was talking about his friend had another take on it. And that's the most ironic thing will happen. Uh, and so he was talking about this when uh, the question was posed, what cryptocurrencies are going to on fucking top and <laughs> right. And so he was he was like the most entertaining, ironic answer would be Dogecoin. Mm hmm. And and I agree. Like out of like, I think Bitcoin's going to make it. I think Ether's going to make it. I hope but Doge Litecoin will probably it, right? be a the, couple. The rest bucks of these Solana looks day. amazing. Yeah. But due to the like he, due to the the entertainment value of Dogecoin and the irony of a meme making it through this, like he, that's one of those one hmm. one of his predictions uh, hmm. coming out of this crypto winter uh, was a resurgence in Dogecoin. And I just can't figure out if this man is brilliant or a troll. And 
it does not matter at all. Well, let if Doge goes back sub penny, are you buying some? By the way, he's both. I'll buy he's some. definitely both. Sub penny, yeah. I'll um, buy some. Yeah. 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 Sub penny for sh- faux show. But I remember when we were buying it sub penny and we're like, it'll never go above penny. That'd yeah, so I know. Ridiculous. But now that it has gone over a penny, now <laughs> yeah. I'm not. A, now I'm no, problem, I don't know. right? Yeah, like, really. If, but at the same time, right? If if this wasn't Dogecoin, right? If we were talking about Netflix, right? And like we were buying Netflix for two hundred dollars, we never. I'd never be like, oh, Netflix is going to seven hundred, right? <laughs> yeah. Or if I was buying Boston beer ticker S A M Sam, right? That's your Samuel Adams, your your hard mics or whatever. And I bought them for like. I don't know, two hundred dollars because I like Hard Mike's Lemonade at the beginning of the pandemic. No way, I think it'd go up to like thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars, wow. right? Right. Like this was just like it makes sense that Doge went up like in retrospect because everything went up. Yeah. What didn't go up? Jokes went up. Everything like <laughs> you know, legitimate companies went up, but now everything's going down. If you look a third, bro, a third of the S and P five hundred is trading below their close at the end of twenty nineteen. Ouch. A lot. Wow. Right now, a lot of that's like your cruise lines, your airlines, well, and stuff like that. Well, it's still a third of the top 500 companies. Like, it doesn't matter problem. what they are. Like they're the 500 biggest. Yes. 507, whatever. It's right. still right. So you know, you can talk about how the sell-off here is just trimming the excess fat, right, from all this fluff that we've had from uh, these, you know, overvalued companies, which I 100% agree with, by the way. But at the same time. Now we're valuing some good companies like Intel, right? Which, if you're a frequent listener to the podcast, you know I do not like Intel, right? But are you going to tell me Intel's worse off than they were in 2019? I don't know. Doesn't Probably seem not. likely to me. Not after reading all their earnings. Not after seeing like the progress they've made. Mm-hmm. But that's just the stocks for you, which yeah, I think we market. should probably take a deeper look at with some uh rip it or dip it whoop, whoop. what do you yeah. guys think about that i guess it's time for this week's edition of uh rip it recap <laughs> we, we don't have anything that we normally do there. We that was on the spot. Just, uh, yeah. no, i don't think we have any sound effects so this is actually from like two weeks ago is that what we're doing yes uh i want to give a special shout out to Patrick, who celebrated an amazing anniversary last week, which is why we took a cold week. Uh, and a bigger shout out to our cold friend up in the north who lost internet, uh, which I didn't think was possible in 2022. But uh, apparently, um, internet service providers, uh, he, apparently he wasn't using Starlink. I was Starlink. not using Starlink. Um, it was actually still up and working, as internet should be everywhere. Um, but yeah, since Canada has two main internet service providers, Bell and Rogers, uh, Rogers went down. So everyone who is on Rogers um, basically just blacked out everything. TV, uh, like cable, satellite, um, your landline internet, your cell phone coverage, your cell phone data, like nothing worked. It was brutal. Businesses couldn't function uh, because... Because yeah, our, our like debit terminals are all function. run by a company called Interac. I'm sure you guys know Interac. Maybe not. That might just be a Canadian thing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm Anyways, very familiar with Canadian POS they processing all companies. all use Rogers, and they're like by far the most popular. They're like built into our debit cards. That's how popular Interac is. Yeah. So, mm. anyways, nothing worked. It was brutal. 
But um, yeah, now we're back up. And so you guys got blasted back into the pretty much. Age. Um, our last meeting that we had on Sunday, whenever I joined, I was like in a Starbucks because Starbucks is on Bell, I guess. And like, at least I could do some shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. I guess they were probably yeah. popular, glad to huh? have standing room. Um, I actually had a, a, a table, but um, let's loop back. Sorry, we missed last week. So uh Rip it. Rip it. Recap. recap. Yeah, so this is two weeks As much old. as you missed us, I promise you I, I missed I you guys I did kind of miss more. it, honestly. I was disappointed. Not, not you two. I don't, yeah. I don't miss you guys at all. Let's let's go ahead and write this down. Um, all bets are off for Tom because he was planning for last week. Let's see how an extra week in the market fares for his re- responses. Uh Last time we spoke, we decided to break down some sectors. We talked about S&P, Bitcoin, oil using WTI and gold. So let's go over that. Last time, Tom, the S&P was at 381. And he thought it was going to rip from here. Patrick, you said dip. I said rip. Uh, And it dipped. Now, if we had done this a week ago, we'd have a different story. But... That's that's life. That's podcast. That's, that's podcasting. Well, shouldn't um, we be doing it from the close of last week? I think we should be doing from or, the close of last know. week. That's what we expected. Oh, yeah. Um, but on the podcast, we said that we were going to do it from this podcast to the next recording of the podcast, whether that was going to be two <laughs> days or two weeks. So okay. here we are. Okay. And if you guys are wondering why these two want to like change the rules all of a sudden uh stick stick around for this amazing comeback story right here uh crypto was at 19.3 uh tom you said dip patrick you said dip i said rip bitcoin is currently at 25 or 20,500 so it's a rip it's a point for me no points for you guys what about what about oil Looking at that, West Texas, WTI. Uh, last time we had spoke to you guys, it was at 106. It's now at 93.33. Uh, Gas so has gone down. The I'm drop happy. There. I now, don't care. Um, uh, very happy. What, uh, but, but can you guys remind me and the listeners at home, what did you guys pick? Was it Rip It or Dip It for I, oil? I said Rip, rip. unfortunately. Ah, you guys both said rip. No points for either of you. I get a point. Uh, and then gold. Uh, last time we, we spoke, gold was 1809. Um, it is now 1736. So that's a big old dip. Tom, I said, said rip, rip based on the dip, 1800 so support. There. It obviously failed. It, it did fall, right? You can't trust any support. Not from gold. Especially gold after that, that Uganda... Yeah, true. Gold we mining. did talk about that a couple weeks back. Too so. much gold. I was gonna say, I was gonna say after we got off the uh, the gold standard, that gold doesn't yeah. <laughs> support true. anymore. I get, get it. it. I get Fiat. it. Get it. Yeah, okay. it's a terrible dad okay. joke. That's like a granddad joke. Oh, That's so bad. <laughs> uh, so Tom, um, an immaculate zero points. Let me hold on. Let me get my calculator. Jesus add Christ. Your scores together. <laughs> right. uh, Thirty-seven plus zero. Plus zero. Uh, ah. Patrick, you had 42 plus 2, so you get 44. Uh, and I had 39 plus 3, so I'm at 42. So, like, inching my way back through. And uh, for those who are just, like, tuning in, I started a week late. So, I mean, it, it seemed like a big deal a long time ago. It doesn't seem like a big deal now. Uh, but I've been, I've yeah. been slowly crawling my way back through it. Uh, and maybe this next week, uh, I'll find 
We'll see. First place. Let's uh, let's go ahead and rip into Rip It or Dip It for next week. Now, we have thankfully left the lull and the sector watches, and we're going to go right back into earnings season, babe. Let's do it one more time. Can I get an amen? Let's start off with Bank of America reporting this week. B Ticker BAC. Tom, rip it or dip it? I want to say dip it. Tom says, Just dip. what about you, Patrick? I hate Bank of America, so dip. That's not the best investing uh, strategy, but I, I agree. We're going to see dip like. as well. Invest in what you like, but you, sh- you, sh- you shouldn't think a stock's going down because you hate the company. Like I'm, I'm an I'm iPhone. I'm an well, I'm an Android I, guy. I don't, uh, but you know, because I'm an Android Apple. guy. Uh, I also think I love that loyalty. Uh, but the returns are so stable. Till anyway, they fail. Uh, let's talk about some, let's talk about some stable returns. <laughs> yeah, for now. Cal, man, they're looking that's right. Like, uh, can you wait? I can't wait. Like Apple's gonna fall. Like if it falls below one thirty, it's gonna it's gonna destroy the whole market. Cal Main, <laughs> uh, ticker C A L M, one of the Discord's favorites, uh, is huh. what some people would call an huh. excellent company. Uh, uh, that's a pun uh, uh, because uh, they, they sell eggs. Uh, if you've had an egg in the Northeast of America, you've eaten in a cow. You've you've had a cow main egg. I so am gonna what say do you guys think? Rip, rip it or dip um, it for this week's earnings. Prices of everything has gone up. Revenues are going to be higher. Costs have gone up. Not only have Costs the prices of eggs up. gone up, but like you said, Tom, the price of everything's gone up, right? Which means that people are going to be eating more cheaper hmm. protein, like Didn't eggs. Think of that. That's, so I that's think it's a, like a double whammy on, on, on top of that. Double rip. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say rip as well. Uh, what about you, Patrick? Well, I just I love how Call Ning. <laughs> Call main is, uh, um, uh, yeah, and also eggs are good. That's so a, a, a rare triple rip from the the Rudy boys. The triple rip. Uh, what about American Airlines? Uh, also, this reporting. one is yeah. Tom, a hard and dip. Oh, Patrick, dip. dip as well. I've I've flown American Airlines. I don't have any personal vendetta against them. Patrick might, but um, just airlines in general right now. Uh, they're not the sector to be in there's less and less pilots basically freaking every day they're like hours and hours waiting times at airports it's it's bad like i i'm thinking people a lot less people are able to travel a lot more people are missing flights there's going to be a lot of flights that are comped probably the comps are the scariest part right like when you have to pay pilots like when you forget to schedule twelve thousand <laughs> pilots and flight attendants and co-pilots for twelve thousand flights right uh like you have to compensate your employees you have to compensate your customers yeah. right the only people who don't get compensated are the shareholders american airlines i'm going to say a dip here as well right <clears throat> uh but let's let's talk about another american staple and that's american express you want to give us that story about the uh getting people out of oh uh, you talking about <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think we've i think we've had that story oh, yeah. every <laughs> earnings season when american split. express comes out i tell my american express my favorite the story commercial about american they need express. no um my favorite story about american express this quarter is uh getting two hundred thousand bonus points when you spend x amount of money in the first three to six months when you open up a credit card that's my favorite story from American like Express that, yeah. this quarter. Uh, but let's talk about Rip It or Dip It. 
Um, where do you guys think the stock is heading after earnings? I am going to say rip. Yes. Rip? Sneaking feeling. What about you, Patty? I'm going all emotions this this time around because uh, I also just like American Express. So, rip. Love, love American Express. Don't leave home without it unless you're like Some going do. to cook out because they don't take American Express. Uh, it's uh, five guys. Five guys. I'm thinking <laughs> of five guys. There you go. Sorry. Uh, Speaking of American Express, don't leave home without it. Unless you're going to Five huh. Guys, because they only take debit cards. Uh I think they're I, I think I think we're gonna dip here. Um I think forward guidance, that old FG uh is gonna come back with the economy not looking so great with spending being down. Well, I think we're gonna dip. And then guys, for the memes, for the lulls <laughs> and I feel bad for anyone, <clears throat> Patrick and Tom, <clears throat> next week who are going to lose uh, points on this or not gain any points out of it. Uh, Twitter is reporting earnings. Um, so this is definitely not about earnings, right. right? The price action will be about forward guidance, will be about how litigation, will be about Delaware Elon. Yeah. and the company suing the shit out of Elon Musk. You know what? Right. For fifty four twenty a share. Uh, don't forget if if the if if the listeners if you guys aren't a part of our Discord if you guys uh, haven't subscribed to the due diligence that Roots Research puts out, um, just a fun fact for you you would have missed it on our Twitter DD uh, that twenty cents right from the fifty four dollars which is a hefty premium on top of that but that twenty cent joke uh, to make it a, a four twenty joke there um, costs him about one hundred and seventy five mm. plus million dollars. Well, you know, so you gotta have yeah. your your morals. Uh, so hilarious 420 joke. I um, what do you guys think? Rip it or rip. dip it? I I agree with you. I think it's going to be a lot based on forward guidance. Okay. And I think if they mention suing Elon Musk, there may be a lot of people that want to sue Elon Musk and sort of support Twitter to do that. Yeah. Now I'm sure a lot of people will be suing Twitter as well, but I think Twitter- even if it's. Only for that billion dollars that he's kind of mandated to pay. I don't think you have to sue him. Like, if he backs out, well, there, there's, you know, always, there's he, fine print. They, 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 they should get that, but there's fine print that he could kind of argue, I guess. Um, but Yeah, because he, he, he can argue that they didn't hold up to their end of the, of the deal. Mm. Because they fired people after the deal, like, was finalized or whatever, uh, he can make a legal argument that he they've demolished the assets of the company. Oh. Uh, and it's no longer worth fifty four twenty. Uh but I also I also think we're gonna rip up. I think the board is gonna bring the damn banhammer on Musk in this meeting. I think they're gonna talk about all the ways they're gonna follow through in Delaware and in the court system. Uh and I believe like the specific courts that they were assigned to, uh, is a court system that has dealt with Twitter before in the past. So like Twitter knows the system knows the mm. lawyers knows the judges uh and and no i i think i think elon might end up owning this company at the end of the day <laughs> yeah yeah only one but, way to uh, know stick around stick around we'll find out we'll find out together yeah you can uh join our discord if you want to find out in real time with us uh, i'll make sure that we have a link to it in our description below uh Dip. i don't know what do you guys think is that that's definitely tweetable 
uh, we probably would tweet that too. Uh, so you can follow us on Twitter at Roots Research underscore as well. Uh, where we're also sending out like morning market updates so you can keep up with the market uh, as well. Yep. And uh, always updates on uh, what's happening with like interest rates and things like that the, too. Uh, we've gotten pretty good at um, sort of expanding what we offer on the Twitter. Which economic is nice. calendar. Everything you need to know right there for you. I mean, you know, we're talking about it on Discord. Might as well talk about it on Twitter as well, right? It's just an extra click. So, awesome. Uh, make sure to follow us there. Again, that was Roots Research underscore on Twitter. Uh, and the link to join our, our free Discord will be in the description as well. It has. Guys, it's been a crazy podcast to match a crazy market. With two right? wild We've seen and crazy guys. Some crazy anyway, you volatility. <laughs> Tim got it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get your reference <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah. I could tell. <laughs> I'm just going to steamroll right through whatever he said <laughs> to the next bullet point on the outline. And we'll cue the outro. Ah, there it is. There it is. Thank you for listening to The Roots Report by Roots Research, LLC. Everything discussed in this podcast should be considered to be disinterested commentary between hosts. This is not financial advice, as we are not financial advisors. Please be sure to share, follow us on Twitter, Spotify, and join our Discord. Links are in the description below. This has been The Roots Report, and stay rooted.